Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard it. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. However you found this podcast, wherever you are here, we are just so happy to have you. I say we because there are two other people with me on the podcast. That guy over there, I'm pointing at him. You can't see that because this is audio. It's called Radio 101, he's, Eric. He's Randy. See, but I do that to Phil to make it sound like I'm over the top and zealous and wacky and loopy. That's I'm Randy. happy to he, be here. Yeah, we're... we're not doing this after, you know, being up super early in the morning. Whatever. He's Randy. He's a Dodgers fan. He's a Ducks fan. He's a Packers fan. We're going to talk a little Aaron Rodgers later. Hey, guys. Um, NBA playoffs started over the weekend. The NHL playoffs are going on. It was a great weekend of sports. Oh, yeah. But, but and I'm, I'm teasing. I'm just letting Tyler. There's a third guy on this podcast. His name's Tyler. I'm Someone giving, who's not so happy. I'm giving him a couple seconds to breathe before we give it to him because I hit record. And just before we hit record on this podcast, there's a show called Undisputed. Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless. Skip. Funny shows. Shannon Sharp is one of the funniest guys in sports media to me. He's hilarious. They had, um, I don't want to say they had Julio Jones on because they, so let's just play the audio Mm -hmm. and Tyler's going to jump in. Tyler is our resident Falcons fan. He's our resident Atlanta Homer or Atlanta Falcons Homer. You're not a, a Braves fan or a Hawks fan or whatever. But Tyler, after this video, this just dropped on us about 10 minutes before we recorded. After this video plays, I just want your raw emotion. What the hell just happened? Because there's so much to unpack on this, but I want your fan perspective first before we dive into exactly what the hell happened on Undisputed Today with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. All right? We call? Okay, we are right, calling. calling. We're calling. Hmm. You watching, Julio? I really hope he answers here. Julio, have the guts to pick up the phone. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. All right. Julio. Hold on, hold on. Let me put you on. <laughs> I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. Try to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man. Nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out? out. He's out of there. Are you going to... Ideally, where would you like to go? Um, uh, right now I'm just I want to win. Okay. We well, don't go to Dallas. If you go to you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you already, I, man. Listen, come on, man. You already know I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you came remind him we're on television. Ask me right why we wore the Dallas. Listen, listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough, yeah. Julio. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. You know I know my nephew was gonna pick up. Oh yeah, nah, nah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't going, I ain't going to Dallas, man. I never thought about going to Dallas. Okay, I appreciate that, bro. Enjoy the rest of your day. Now he might not yeah. have any choice. <laughs> so Tyler, your star wide receiver was just on national television saying he wants out of Atlanta. <sighs> <Okay. laughs> there he is. There he is. I've. I've stayed silent for the first five-ish minutes or so of this podcast for obvious reason. I am upset. I am hurt. I feel betrayed. Oh, my God. Okay. First off, I will give credit where it is due. Credit to Shannon Sharp for doing that on the air because, for the most part, it is the only thing 
that anyone in the NFL world is talking about right now is the fact that he called him live on TV, not pre-recorded, live on TV, and he answered, and he was able to get him to answer that question. So I will give mad props to Shannon Sharp for that. However, as a fan, I'm not happy for obvious reasons. Number one, over the weekend, while we were all doing our own thing, there was a picture that went viral on Twitter of some guy seeing Julio in a Dallas Cowboys sweatshirt. You play for the Falcons, my favorite team. Why are you wearing another team's gear? I understand fashion and all that stuff like that. Unless it is a throwback jersey, unless it is some kind of sports apparel that is not in your sport, or unless it is one of your best friend's jerseys, you should never be wearing the gear of another team in your sport. I'm sorry. That's just how it should be, number but, one. But, I mean, he's been no, vocal no, about no, not. No, no, right, no, right, no, right, no, right, no, right, no, right, no. Hold on, ready. Careful, you're going to lose have your hand. Time. You're going to lose your hand. Don't stick your hand in the tiger cage right now, okay? I will smack the living hell out of your hand. Look, here's my thing. We got a brand new GM this year, Terry Fontenot, that we got him out of New Orleans, and we got him because supposedly he is a salary cap guru and knows how to restructure it. Why has the salary cap not been restructured, Terry? Why are you dangling Julio out there, Terry? Terry, I'm talking to you. What are you doing here? I don't know how to feel. You guys know me pretty well. I talk a lot. I, sp I spit my mouth off a lot. I am literally at a loss for words. I, I don't know what to say. It's okay. We drafted Kyle Pitts to play alongside Julio and Calvin Ridley, not to replace him. What do you do? The oh my god. Okay, look. You also got Arthur Smith, this brand new head coach who is an offensive genius, supposedly. And one of the things he's really good at is play action plays. You know what wide receiver? may be the best wide receiver in terms of play action plays in the entire league. Oh, that would be number 11, Julio Jones. Why are you dangling him out there for other teams to possibly just take away? And you say you want a draft pick? You couldn't do this before this current draft, which was a wide receiver just golden pot? You couldn't do that before. No, we're thinking about doing it for next year. How is next year's draft going to help me this season? It's not. So now I'm going to potentially have to go out there with Calvin Ridley, who should be a number one. Kyle Pitts, who's a rookie. I can't even remember who our slot receiver is. And Hayden Hurst, who's an okay tight end. Why would you let Julio go when he can take Kyle Pitts under his wing and train him mentally and physically for what to expect in the NFL? I don't understand what the process is here. I honestly don't. And it, it makes me mad because this is what the Falcons do every time. And I know... 
we had that previous podcast maybe about six months ago where we talked about like oh we would never break up with our teams and i know <laughs> i've lashed out at the falcons on social media and i'm really trying hard not to this time but what are you doing what are you doing right now you want to win you guys say you want to win how in any way shape or form is trading julio jones away who is still a top three receiver in the league at the age of 32 how is trading him away going to help you win i don't understand it i don't get it it makes no sense i have not been this pissed off since their their early collapses last season and it's just that every year they find some new bullcrap way to just screw over the entire fan base and i'll, I'll say it again what are you doing like what 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 are you doing i put my heart and my soul into this <laughs> every damn year and every year they throw my heart and my soul back into my face and so i take it back i patch it back up and i give it to them the next year the thing has so many damn holes in it at this point i don't have enough sewing supplies to patch it up again what are we doing out here Okay, that that's that's all I got. I'm so, I'm done. So there's the thing. All right, there's your passionate fan response. So there's a couple things that we need to unpack here from all this. This is all a culmination of apparently there's a report out saying that Julio Jones requested a trade from the Falcons a couple months ago. They agreed to take offers. Nothing has come to a pass. Kind of stalemated out. Kind of similar to what's going on with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. He wanted out. They said yes. Stuff like, I know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring you into this, Randy, but okay. I'm just trying to cross That's right. This, right. this is good for the Packers. So, the craziest part about all this is, so you're like talking about how upset you are with the team, Tyler, whatever. Okay. Oh, my team sucks. What are they doing to me? Blah, 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 blah. This is Julio Jones's fault right now. Yeah. Like he requested the, he requested the trade. They apparently, you know, they're not just going to ship away their star receiver, the number one guy for some drop in the bucket. Obviously there's a process to this. Of course, behind the scenes, who knows exactly how fluid this is going and exactly right. how like how much of a mutual thing they got going on. But my big thing right now through all this is not even the, the team aspect or the fan aspect of Julio Jones, Falcons. I could care less who wins mm -hmm. way, way less than Tyler does. Right. He's way more invested than me. Right. My thing is, do you think Julio Jones knew he was on TV? I think so. You think so? Because I think so. I, I, I hope so. I mean, I, I, I think it, this so. is somewhat illegal. I think so. Yeah, but the thing. Yeah. See, I think so. But at the same time, if, if I had to pick someone who, I feel would be so nonchalant and just not realize that it's a thing would be Shannon Sharp. Because you have to think about this. And for people who don't do anything related to our industry, they wouldn't really get it. But like we have to take these courses every single yeah. year. But keep in mind, there are some heavy hitters who can kind of get away with yeah. not having to do and these plus, things. Plus, on top of it, you know, there's some things where, you know, even if it's going to be a cool bit, like, yeah. oh, hey, I'm going to call up so-and-so right. and randomly ask them a question, get their canned yeah. response. Dude, this is great yeah, stuff. See, this that's is great content. But- Technically, you're crying. If, if Julio Jones doesn't know he's on national TV right now, that's like, illegal. and he's all of a sudden kind of, kind of like throw his team into the bus and throw right. the Cowboys under the bus, his possible next team, and I'll do it kind of illegally because Uncle Shannon. That's my. That was my second thing. Yeah. It's your favorite uncle. It's your favorite why, uncle. Why, why? Why is every older black guy an uncle to somebody or a cousin or? Well, see what it is. What it's your favorite uncle? Like that to me though makes the yeah. like Julio Jones. Oh hey, let me. It's your favorite uncle Shannon. 
okay, canon conversation. I'm, he's not right. going to call me in the middle of his show no, no. on national television. And now all of a sudden, oh, I want to win. I want out of Atlanta. Yeah. And by the way, F the Cowboys too while I'm at it. <laughs> well, see, this is two things. This is a two-parter. Number one being that, kind of like I said about him being a heavy hitter, this is if this is if this is authentic and he called him and didn't tell him till the end. This is just the, the you know the heads are gonna be like <laughs> that, that the heads was... are gonna be like okay well then you haven't taken your your FCC <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, lessons or course that you're supposed to take which makes sense because think about this like half of these NFL guys no, like have these NFL guys are like well I'm here because of who yeah. I am why do I take stupid classes because he was a journalism major exactly and so these guys blank on it but this stuff is like really illegal you like, like you how, can't do this you like how halfway through that clip i don't forget who was sitting in with the two guys yeah. on the show because she's not on screen but you hear her kind of say does he know he's on air and then at the end of the interview shannon sharp was like oh by the way you're on national tv right now like i think somebody producer wise might have been in somebody's ear like yo you have to kind of like ask them are you cool yeah. with us recording you right now because fcc wise and legal wise julio jones could probably come back and sue the crap out of somebody if well, if in fact that he did not know and he, He's in an ish storm the, because of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, and because we're on like the producing side or like the technical side, I can only imagine yeah. the panic. Like the producer side, like, hey, and hey, 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 man, hey, Julio, you're on the show. You're on the show with me. <laughs> oh, not, not, hey, it's Uncle Shannon. Yeah. By the way, uh, what do you think about this? And I'm a big Shannon Sharp fan, but this also just kind of uh, ties into a thought I've had for a long time, which is at the end of the day, these personalities, they're still. They're, they're journalists. Like they're gonna they're gonna play the whole like, hey, it's your favorite buddy, so and so. Oh yeah. Uh, what's the big scoop what's going scoop? on? You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's all the same sort of thing. But I, you know, he, Julio Jones could, you know, he has the option to not sue them. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know, he can live his life like that. Yeah. But but then it leads me to believe that it's just it's more messy I mean, than it is because now it's like, okay, I'm cool with me totally doing something uh unauthorized and i'm not going to see you guys i don't really care i just really want i want to get uh, out of there you know what here's here's big big brain conspiracy stuff here you know we're we're going right. very technical very by the book you know radio stuff because we're involved in it but who's to say julio jones here's conspiracy guys here, listen to this one tyler you want to hear this one hey uncle oh, shannon guess. uncle shannon hit me up tomorrow call me on the road i want out of atlanta ask mm -hmm. me what ask me my opinion on atlanta and all of a sudden guess what Every other team in the NFL now knows Julio Jones wants out of the Falcons. I mean, they already kind of did, but now I don't think that bridge is repairable. Seeing how he said, "Hey, I want to win," and yeah. that's not going to happen. This feels a lot like ATL. Uh, what Aaron Rodgers did with uh, Gutenkunst, which was sort of like, "Hey, I'm unhappy here. Everybody's per everyone's perception of him turns against him, mm -hmm. especially if this is calculated after the draft." Because had he gone after him before the draft, uh, you know, the I don't know the name of the, your your GM, Tyler. Um, what's his name again? Terry Terry Fontenot. Fontenot could have. Uh, you both got some weird effing names. Yeah, I know. Fontenot and uh, Fontenot, or whatever his name. Yeah, Fontenot could have uh, shed some of the flack by drafting Pitts, which is what he did. But Jones waited till after, once the dust is all settled, and it's like, hey guys, you know this big question mark in the air? Well, let me go ahead and answer it on national television. Yeah, I'm out of there. Yeah, because yeah, I mean that was the thing. Like that picture that Tyler referenced, the Cowboys sweatshirt. Had been cycling for the majority of the weekend. Right. And everybody's kind of like, and it's been one of those kind of like ifs and buts. I mean, mm -hmm. it's starting, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, Tyre, but there was whispers about Julio Jones not being happy at the end of last season, right? Look, there were rumors about it. There were rumors around the draft, but, and apparently what had happened, I saw this tweet from Schefter earlier today, is that he formally requested a trade, as you said, and the Falcons have so much respect for him that they listened and said, okay, we're going to look around. It doesn't necessarily mean he'll be traded, yeah, I mean, 
By the way, if he goes to the Cowboys, I want either CeeDee Lamb in a fifth rounder yeah. or Amari Cooper in exactly a second just rounder. You'll get, your you're going to guy. He'll give you. They'll give you Amari Cooper. They're not giving you CeeDee Lamb. No way. No, well, I want Amari Cooper in a second give you round Jack pick. Now, seeing how he said I want to win, and I'm not going to go to the Cowboys either yeah. on national TV. Well, but this yeah, this, screw you, Jerry. this also shows me though just how messy this all is. It really is the end day theatrics. If you think about it's it, it's wild. It's just it's wild west where it's like, hey, look at me. This is what's going on. Think about this. If I'm the GM of the Atlanta Falcons and I know Julio Jones is unhappy, but I don't want to trade him, and I'm just kind of lazy. Yeah. When he's like, hey, I want to trade. Like, okay, yeah, sure, man. So we'll I'll, lo- I'll see you at OTAs in a couple weeks. Yeah, sure, man. Uh, we'll look into it and just give yourself some time. Like, hey, check it out. Look at who we drafted <laughs> at the draft. Hey, buddy, how's it going? You know, we're restructuring all these contracts around. We'd love for you to fit in. What's probably going on, though, is that they're trying to restructure and give them less yeah. money, which is always an awkward conversation. And this just means that nothing has really progressed. So him going on the air, quote unquote, live might just be one of those things where it's like, hey, remember how I asked for a trade? Yeah. You know how I wore that Dallas Cowboys shirt the other day just to kind of piss everybody off? Uh, this is me telling you, hurry the hell up and trade yeah, me because what? I'm not coming back. I got Uncle Shannon on speed dial. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be on Undisputed tomorrow morning. And but then you're going to have to trade me. I do find it kind of crazy, though, how some of these players are just like, well, you know what? Trade me. I'm not going to play here. I don't yeah. want to, even though you signed me. And for a while, I was kind of like team uh, pro team, which is, yo, dude, you signed a contract. You're playing for them. Until your guy started trying to dip yeah, out Yeah, until the team. my guy started getting a little, a little sketchy. I'm like, all right, let's, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's sit down and let's hold on a second. But I also thought about it from like an employee standpoint. If you're an employee of a company, and another company gives you a good offer, or you're not happy at your company, you just leave. You know, even if you have the contract, if you really yeah. want to go that badly, you just I mean, go. And that's that's definitely on the table for most of these guys. I mean, the Deshaun yeah. Watson case is definitely a little more sticky because of the legal stuff. Yeah, but he said, "I'm never going to play for you guys again." I mean, and then okay, then you're under contract and you're just not going to play. Yeah. I mean, you can not come in at work in any job you want, but it's just a little different when you're Look, under contract to play in the NFL I- versus. Hey, I'm not going to come in and flip burgers today. Well, okay, I'm just going to replace your ass. I love this situation for a multitude of reasons. The top two, though, being that, number one, I love seeing Tyler sad because that's really funny. And then number two, this takes so much heat off the Packers because now everyone's attention is diverting from Aaron Rodgers to, holy crap, Julio Jones just said on live television, perhaps against FCC regulations. Uh, yeah, perhaps I'm going to sue out the crap Atlanta. out of FS1. Yeah, and by the way, the Cowboys, ew, I'm not going yeah. there either. So full circle here, you bring up how it's you know kind of taking uh, some pressure off of Rodgers and uh-huh. the Packers in this situation, because that's on the back burner now, right? Because, yeah, like you said, yeah. this is national. <laughs> Rodgers hasn't gone on TV and said, F the Packers, Lambo leaps are dumb, okay? Yeah. Like Julio Jones did. Full circle here, actually somebody related to our very own Tyler. Ooh. Heavy T, board op Tyler. Oh, God. Oh God! Bobby G from Fox Sports Radio, one of my former coworkers, tied the oh, Packers yeah, and the Falcons into this scenario together. Guys, he tweeted out and said, "Fastest way to solve all these problems." Okay, I see where he's going. Extend here. Aaron Rodgers, open up some cap space, nope. trade for Julio Jones, absorb nope. the salary. Nope. Nope. Why not? Oh, why would I? Why would this make me happy? Why? I'm not, I'm not, and, I'm not and, saying you're happy. I'm saying everybody kind of gets what they want. Julio out of there. Rogers some help. What, what are you going to give me for Julio? Like, what are you going to give me for Julio? You know what? There, there's one thing. There is one thing I would take. You want Julio that badly? You want to make Rodgers happy? You want to keep him there? You want to give him the receiver that he's always craved on the other side of Devontae Adams? Fine. Give me Aaron Jones and give me a first round pick. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Take them. Sweet. Take that them in. Sign the dotted line. You want a gift basket too? <laughs> All right. Sure, buddy. Take them. 
You want? <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute, should I ask for more? <laughs> hey, you want Ty Summers too? Take him out. Lazard, F it, man. Funyuns. <laughs> Later, bro. Peace out. Deuce, deuce. Have fun in the ATL, homie. <laughs> dirty Bird, bro. Learn the dance. Oh, my God. Lambo leap over the Dirty Bird. Tyler, no matter what you say as a lash out, every You'll team take is, it. every team is going to be like, okay. Yeah. Sure. This is ultimately the Atlanta, Atlanta zone doing with the horrible coaching hires and then just bad decision making. So regardless of where you go, you'd be like, all right, fine, man. I'll send it to Miami. Give me Tua. Give me uh give me a Devontae Park. All right, sure, here, take him. You know, no matter okay, where you well, go, well, everywhere you turn, so, they're gonna give so it to you. So you mentioned you mentioned so the head coaching hires. The head coaching offer. hires, the head coaching hires haven't necessarily been the problem. Mike Smith, the coach before Dan Quinn got them to the playoffs multiple times, got them to the NFC Championship game. Dan Quinn got them to the Super Bowl. It's been more the fact that for whatever reason, they cannot field a competitive, consistent defense, and I don't understand why. Tyler, I'll tell you what I told every Atlanta fan years. from the beginning. They should have never let go of Jim Nora. That's all I Oh, <laughs> No, but uh, I just – this is – this is a very weird situation. Like, I think we always crap on basketball for being so theatrical when people, you know, start with LeBron being like, I'm going to South Beach or whatever. But I feel little by little, everything has sort of poured into other sports, starting with basketball, which is just, hey, guys, this is ultimately a business. And this business is run on entertainment. When you guys aren't playing, if you want to stay relevant and you want things to be good for everyone, you got to be theatrical. And so you see this now. You're seeing this in baseball. Think about how animated baseball has been this year. Like the the notion that baseball is dying is dying. You know, yeah. that's no longer the case. Baseball is more animated. Football players are doing stuff like this where that would, I mean, it really normally you, wouldn't you happen. And crazy. it all ties back to basketball and us crapping on basketball players being like, yeah, guess what? I'm, I'm not going to play in Indiana. I'm going to Miami. Yeah, guess what? Uh, I'm going to go live somewhere where the beach is 45 minutes from yeah. wherever I am. And uh, it's not a, a flyover state. Exactly. So I see this. And while on one hand, from the radio standpoint, it's uh, I hope you guys don't get sued. On the other <laughs> hand, it's like, OK, this is really interesting. And this is going to be a lot to talk about. Now, the question becomes, if he does get traded, where is he going? Because he was wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt, as Tyler said. But keep in mind, too, how many times have we seen like players who are on the fringe of going somewhere else wearing cowboy stuff or just like for some reason in the area around you know, Jerry World. Yeah. And Dallas. Wasn't Earl Thomas driving in like some souped up Cadillac, like uh near uh near Dallas? And they were like, Oh, you going to the Cowboys? He's like, I hope, or somebody. Well, yeah, and Earl Thomas wasn't he the one that went into the Cowboys locker room and said, Come get me after oh, Seahawks yeah. game. That's right. I think he was. There's so uh, the Cowboys are a iconic franchise. Yeah. And but I mean if, apparently who doesn't want to go there. So yeah. Look, dude, it's one thing if, like, you guys used your first-round pick to get some linemen or something. You guys drafted perhaps the best tight end prospect in, what, decades? So at least you guys have something to hold on to. Julio Jones is gone, sure. But Pitts is in, and that's going to be so big for the Falcons. Pitts, baby. Massive. Pitts time. It's Pitts mania, dog. Break out the barbecue pits for Pitts. It's game time. So I'm, I'm looking okay, at it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Pitts is great, but Pitts... Maybe. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but Pitts doesn't on pits. command. He hasn't taken a snap in the NFL yet. <laughs> oh boy. He doesn't command double or triple coverage like Julio does. You want to know why so many guys are open for Matt Ryan to throw to? 
don't get me wrong. It's because some of them are great. Shut up. It's because some of them are great route runners. But part of it is because to the defenders. Okay, you know I'm. I'm just. (laughs) Okay, sorry. We're enjoying your misery too much. But the same thing that you said a second ago about well, Eric said that he hasn't played it down. You don't know how good he's going to be yet. He hasn't played it down. For all we know, this year is going to be a wash, which it probably will. And you guys pick up a new quarterback, and this, you know. Maybe you guys finish at 500 after that. So things are on the up and up. But Julio Jones saying that he's out of there means that something's got to be wrong. One of the one of the weirder things that I've noticed now, actually, that I'm clicking through some like links, you know, while yeah. we're doing this is the fact that the Falcons team website put up a story about the video. Like you know, I so, did see this. I, like they weren't, you know, some intern out there is like, like, I'm just trying to do my job. guys. Like Julia, Julio, Julio Jones comments on future with Falcons on the team website. And he's brat. He's bashing the team like this usually Okay, man, let the team blogs handle this and we'll we'll catch it on the next cycle through. I just feel like this is a weird link to put up on your actual team website. So Tyler, if you had your pick of the crop, like you can choose where he's going. Jalen Ramsey and put out a getting. tweet saying he's he should come to LA. Yeah, well, what are they gonna what are they oh, gonna give him? God. LA the Rams have nothing. Right. The Rams literally have traded like the, everything. The for Rams Jaylen. don't have a first round pick yeah. until twenty fifty five. They traded away all the picks for Jalen and then all the picks for Matthew Stafford. I love I love how Jalen's like trade for Julio. It's like all right, who do you think we're trading, bro? <laughs> You're going to Atlanta. Woods and you, dog. Yeah, later, dude. So I mean, okay, but Tyler, you have your choice. Where's he going? Address your needs and also get the dude out of there. I need a heavy defensive presence ooh, ooh. i will trade him and no this is who immediately comes to mind i will send him still within the nfc well that's your first mistake yeah you don't he, leave him well, in conference you you tri- ship him no, no, away and well, play well, him no, no, once no. He, the rest he'll, of he'll be out of, he'll be out of my division he'll be out of my division so i will still keep him in conference Bears. in the nfc i will ship him to the bears for khalil mack in a fourth round knew it i should have said yeah. it. i called it I thought about that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying Khalil to Mack in another in another just dump them trade to bring in somebody else. I mean, Khalil's been okay. You know, it's not that he hasn't been bad. He hasn't been phenomenal. Maybe that's just me, the biased Packers fan, talking. So I don't necessarily see how the Bears would say no to that. You know, I mean, I'm thinking of teams that have a strong defensive presence. Another one, another one uh, that I'm thinking of is. Trade him to Washington, not for Chase Young, but for the other defensive lineman they have. Kerrigan? Sweat. Oh, no. Trade oh, Montez him. Sweat. Oh, no. K- K- yeah, Kerrigan just left for Philadelphia. Um, I would take Sweat and a and a couple draft picks. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. This will never happen because they covet him too much, but I wouldn't I would take TJ Watt and draft picks. Um I just, would yeah, I would I would beg Pittsburgh. I'm like, what do you need for TJ? Actually, when you think about it, putting Julio and Juju next to Juju opens Hoo-Ju? Juju up for more catches. Juju, so Hoo-Ju? that could work. It, it, the Jones. name's very complicated. Yes, I know. Um, there, I mean, I'm just thinking of teams that have a strong defensive. Pre- I'll trade to Buffalo for Tre'Davious White. Have fun with that. I don't know. Just thoughts. Just uh, yeah. just spitballing here. Just just well, thinking. But I, but I do wonder though, like where they would send him because you often you hear all these rumors with Aaron Rodgers going to one of these teams. That didn't happen. So it's like, okay, does anybody really have a sound idea as to where he may or may not go? This this <laughs> right here, Jalen Ramsey. You want him? Give me Aaron Donald straight up. You have a deal. <laughs> he may. This may really make or break the GM. I mean, aside from the fact that I'm assuming Falcons fans already pissed off 
that Julio Jones wants out, they're probably demanding the GM do something about it, which seems like there's there's not much he can do. If he doesn't trade Julio for a home run, he's screwed. Like, think about this. If they if what what happens if they get nothing in return? You know, I mean, like obviously not nothing, but just nothing in yeah. comparison to like uh, what he's worth. Like, think about think about the Bill O'Brien uh, Hopkins trade. Everybody with a brain would assume, okay, well, that's at least like a second round pick, or if not a first for him, and maybe something else. And the dude got like nothing back. He got a running back made out of glass, and what like a third round pick, a fourth round pick. So I don't know, man. What what happens? Like, what happens if you're the GM of the team at the Falcons approach, and you're like, yo, you guys are asking for a lot. He's a lot of cap space. I'm not going to give you everything you want, but you realize that Julio's not coming back and no other team's really giving you the time yeah. of day. Well, that's all stuff behind the scenes that we'll never understand how it actually works. Yeah. I wish so they exactly. It. It's funny you mentioned that because I saw a tweet this morning and said, Kyle Pitts better be the greatest tight end of all time because Terry Fontenot is about to be the most hated man in yep. Atlanta. So on the way out of this, I'll give you the sports betting odds already, guys. There are odds oh, for God. favorites on where he will end up. There if were, the odds are out, he's gone. There were rumors about Patriots, a Cam Newton kind nope. of situation nope. going on. But they're not nope. the favorite. The betting favorites right now are the Ravens, followed by the 49ers and the Patriots. That's gross. Oh, the Patriots. The who, who are the Ravens going to give me? They they have nothing that interests me whatsoever. I'm it's, sure they, they, I'm sure they have some work, something. Dude, they they, they have something. an they overrated have some, quarterback, no receiving okay, well, core. They're not, they're, again, well, they're going to give you picks. Yeah, you, picks. you just, Batal, you just gave all the reason why are, they're going to trade okay, you. You said they have no. But all their picks are going to be high picks. I don't want high picks. I want low picks. Again, you need to realize that some you of these GMs are kind of boneheads, yeah. dude. Got like, it. Got it. Okay, I got what I want. I will trade Julio Jones to the Jets for both of next year's first round picks and for Quinn and Williams. They'll give you one first yeah, round probably one and Quinn and then like a, a second. Yeah. I want the lower tier uh, first round pick because one of them belongs to Seattle because of the Jamal uh, Jamal Adams trade. And then the other one actually belongs to the Jets. So I would take the Jets actual own pick. Probably a fourth rounder and Quinn and Williams and you can have Julio. What if the Packers traded Rodgers for Matt Ryan and Julio Jones? <laughs> Imagine, oh God, That'd maybe be a, maybe like a fourth round pick that would, too. That would just that second would rip round pick the league in half. <laughs> that would, what the hell's what going on? Happened. And then you're watching Rodgers go to the playoffs in Atlanta. I mean, Matt Ryan's a natural. Oh, then you're watching like Rodgers guy. play. You're watching Rodgers play Brady. Justifying Matt Ryan's skill now because of a hypothetical in what? your mind. He's a Boston College guy. I know. He's a, he's a cold I weather mean, man. I could see it. I could see it. See the playoffs. Hey, yo, I'm Matt Ryan. Oh my God, Matt Boston. Ryan went to Boston College. The New England Patriots are by Boston. I'm gonna die. Well, the, why would they trade for Matt Ryan? You ding dong. Like what? What? I'm just saying. Cam you're throwing Newton. all these thoughts into my head. I'm on suicide Tyler, watch at Tyler's this moment. Uh, that that meme of always sunny in Philadelphia, where Charlie Day is like has all the the like sticky notes and the like yeah, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. It's gone. I got it. But so. but this really does fascinate me though because I. And I feel Tyler can probably agree with me on this. I am almost certain that the GM for the Falcons is going to mess this up. Oh yeah, and they're going to get not. He's been on the job near, for like he's been on the job for like two months. They're not nearly going to get back what they want, and Julio's going to have and that's a the problem, dude. monster year. That's the problem is that they've lost all their leverage because Julio has publicly went on FS1 and said, "I'm done here." They have no leverage whatsoever. Let's say they trade for Rodgers. Julio Jones is off to Green Bay. The loves the love era has begun. The season of love in Green Bay. If you're the Falcons, you got to dish out Matt Ryan. So where's Matt Ryan going to go? 
you know, trade him to Denver again, or maybe trade him to New England because he is a Boston man. And then, you know, I don't know, get something back. Obviously, I'm not a GM here because in my head, everything makes sense. Yeah, we're and all then side, I say we're it, circling the drain. And I'm here like, with the, wait with a second, this guys. doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> I do look forward to seeing where he's going. Like I said, though, there's no way they're going to get back nearly what he's worth. Yeah. No, if they get draft picks back, it has to be a Hall of Fame level draft pick. And it's well, no, in order for the Julio trade, in order to justify it for the fans, it has to be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, but understand, type draft understand pick. this. Nobody though. knows if that's going to happen. Understand this though: if if the whole issue is the cap space and his big and the new GM, what's his name? Tor- Tarantini or something? Ter- Terry Tarantino. Yeah, what's it? Fo- fondant, fondant, the stuffy bone cake. Fondant, fondant, fondip. So if, if Fonta- Terry Fontana. Uh, what's the old G- What's the old manager from the Red Sox? And uh, t- if Terry Francona, Terry Francona. yeah. If, so if, <laughs> if Francona is God, I lost my train of thought. Um, uh, if okay, all right. If Francona is approaching one of these random teams about a proposed trade, how is he supposed to? How is he supposed to market this guy for a Hall of Fame return? If in theory the whole argument is, hey, we need you to lower yeah, your, I'm, I'm lower saying- how much you're getting back a year. So now this guy goes from asking Julio to take a pay cut to. Hey guys, um, I was wondering if you'll take this superstar quarter, uh, superstar wide receiver who I just asked to take a pay cut and give us back, you know, a Hall of Fame return. I just, it's not going to happen. I'm not saying they need a Hall of Fame return. I'm saying whatever draft pick, because that's going to be part of this trade no matter what. If it does indeed happen, I hate that I just spoke it into existence like that, but yeah, here we freaking are. So whatever draft pick they get in return has to be, they have to pick a player that is going to be end up being hall of fame bound. And you're not going to know that until a couple of years down, you're the, delusional, down the road. You're delusional. Yeah, no, you know, but I'm, but you, you kind of, my mom always said, here. Tyler, crap in one hat and wish in the other, see what yeah. fills up quicker. Okay. What, the <laughs> so only you thing you can pray the, and wish whatever do, but the, you're, you know you're what? in a rock and a hard the spot. The only dude. thing that makes like sense, that, but bless your mom. The that. only <laughs> thing that makes sense for the Falcons to do is just trade for a crap ton of picks. Yeah. Trade for a crap ton of picks. Hope they're high picks, and then really just try again, to bring in. Well, hand, then like, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna stick with try my to rake trade. Quinton Williams, two first rounders to the Jets, and that's it. Well, the good thing about this is we'll probably be talking about this for the next two months because there's no pressure on anything to get yeah. done within the next. I cannot guarantee I'll be alive in the next so. two months. This is right. driving me insane. Well, if you stop eating the double cheeseburgers and loves of bread, maybe <laughs> you'll be on Instagram for next season. Yeah, you'll see where Julio ends up. Yeah. if you stop eating out every day. <laughs> but now he has. Now he really does have no uh, motivation to eat healthy because it's like, what's the point? What's Julio's point? gone. It's Matt Ryan Pitts show in the next season. I don't know if we're gonna get two wins. It's the Ridley era, man. Yeah. Like we're all we're all poo pooing on Ridley. Look at Tyler. Tyler's not even confident in Ridley. This is the thing. I'm not saying anything bad about Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley on just about every other team is an undoubt number one wide receiver. It's just that he happens to be number two to one of the greatest wide receivers of this generation. I mean, it's him. Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, like those type of guys that are all destined for the Hall of Fame. Julio is going to the Hall of Fame. In Julio's draft class, it's only him and J.J. Watt that are absolutely guaranteed a Hall of Fame spot in Canton. That's how good he is. That's why I'm upset. It has nothing to do with the fact that I think Ridley sucks. No, Ridley is great and would be a great number one. But I don't want to give up a Hall of Fame level player like that. Well, guess what? No. He kind of made you. So this is now a Julio Jones kind of F the dirty birds in the bird hole. So um, moving along, guys. All right. We got we got that off your chest. Dirty bird here. ganger die. Yeah. So, OK, let's talk about sports that. that 
are going on, guys. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, there are actual live sports going on. And we put this into existence last episode because we are going to be in Las Vegas on June 5th, hanging out at Lazy Dog at noon on Las Vegas Boulevard, uh, recording an episode of What's New Podcast with Menace. So we spoke this into existence last week because we're going to be in Vegas that weekend, June 5th. And we are praying to the hockey gods that we get a Vegas Golden Knights game on that Saturday, the, the 5th. And um, guys, they are one win away from advancing to the next round. And overall, the playoff weekend, I forget how mu- exciting and how much fun I have the first weekend of playoffs between the NBA and NHL because they usually kind of overlap a little bit. And NHL usually a little earlier than NBA starts. There was so much sports on over the weekend. I couldn't, between Dodger games, between decent basketball games, like the NBA playoffs, the first round so far hasn't been a, a snooze fest like it has in the back. And then the NHL playoffs, dude, I always forget how much fun I have in them. Like, I know that they're great, but then I start watching. And this year, we're getting the packed arenas like in Nashville after a year of no fans was like a, a meth head falling off the wagon. It, it went from being, dude, I, that's how, I, I texted Randy about this. It's so weird to have people getting so pumped about seeing fans and crowds in the stands and seeing reactions. And then to go from empty arenas for a year plus to getting Smashville and then two overtime wins in Nashville on top of it, like it was just kind of like being extremely thirsty and then falling into a pool. I like where this is going, though, because I, for one, have never lived close to a stadium. Like, you know, because to experience sports, if you live out where I live, like the Valley, you got to make the trek down to downtown L.A. So the fact that we potentially might be in a mecca of concentrated just people, parties and energy and a sports team that's winning is going to be electric. And I, I hate to use the word electric because it sounds so corny. It is corny. But electric electric has turned into like... Welcome just, to the electric factory, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, the term electric... Yeah, sick, man. Has just... <laughs> Tyler, I wasn't sure where that Tyler, was going. Tyler would be the worst MC if he he'd be like a, a camp counselor MC, yeah. and even the even the camp kids would be like, "Who's this freaking yeah, guy?" But electric has definitely turned into a buzzword that somebody throws on to yeah. like a, a highlight. Electric. This is it's like it's, buzzing. It's what it's what the announcers for like the third tier NHL playoff game would say in the intro of the game. You know, it's like the. Like uh, Edmonton and Winnipeg on a Thursday night at like 7 p.m. Like the, it's electric in here. The atmosphere is electric here in the barren wasteland <laughs> that is Edmonton, Canada. We're live from Scotiabank Place, Calgary. Where no one is here except for the janitor and us. It is electric in here. I no longer sleep in the same bed as my wife. I do like, though, how in America, in the you know the great states of the yeah. United States of America, um, we're finally getting the fans back and then right. you get the NHL playoff games. MSG Madison Square Garden was packed with Knicks fans first time in forever. Oof. Rowdy Nashville, Rowdy um, you Nashville got game was crazy. Boston TD Garden, Rowdy, and then you go to like the the North Division where the Canadian teams are still yeah. playing. <laughs> Empty wasteland, it's like, just it's like, quiet. It's like, and then you hear Connor McDavid crying because the Oilers are going to get eliminated from the playoffs. On his again. Tears. Here's a question though that I had, and now I don't think I've, I I haven't looked into it, so maybe you can address it real fast. So what happens when one of the Canada teams has to play an American team? Do well, they just assuming, get no home games? Well, because it's divisions. So it's not like it's not like one through eight where you're right. kind of mixing it up a little bit. It's still like West Central Metro North. I forget what the that's that's strange. So, but that's that's why they're able to play these North Division games until basically somebody wins that division. Right. And then I'm assuming they'll come no- south, or hopefully by that time COVID restrictions are up, 
but they'll probably come south and play in a neutral location or play. But the thing is, like, if they come into America, they can't go back. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, what, what they do they do? They won't come down until until it's they're like they're the last one standing their vision. And yeah. hopefully by that time, the borders aren't as tight because I mean, guys, figure in America, everything's opening up on what, the 15th. These guys are going to be stuck in like the University of North Dakota, Seahawks Falls, uh, Ice Arena Seahawks? Center. Did you call it Seahawks Falls? Is it Seahawks? It's Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls? Okay. I'm, not, Falls. I'm not from that. I'm not from the north. I, don't know I love those. it though. It's Seahawks Falls. For the longest time, I used to struggle. I'd be like, is it the Fighting Sioux? The Fighting Sioux? Seahawks Falls. The Fighting Sioux. How do you? Okay. Like if so, how am I spell S I O U X? Sioux I'm not. I know, but it's just funny. It's such a hard word to pronounce. Anyways, my point is, uh, if these dudes come into America, what the, what's gonna? Are they just gonna put them like in Jacksonville, like they did with the with the uh, Raptors? I don't know, man. I'm sure the NHL has something or in place. Like Tampa, I'm I should say. The Raptors were in Tampa. Yeah, the Blue Tampa. Jays were. Well, they're now in Buffalo. Yeah, the again, Raptors so. are Tampa. Yeah, and the Dude, Blue Jays were in how Buffalo. Awkward, and... How awkward would that be if they put them in Buffalo? Because it's the closest thing to the Canadian border. And so it's just... It depends. I a mean, different hockey Toronto, team playing. Toronto is only two hours away I know, playing think, Key Bank. But think about how dirty it's going to be if the Maple Leafs oh. are playing in the Buffalo Toronto. Buffalo hates Toronto. I know, which the, is going to be Toronto so Toronto tried funny. to steal the Bills away from Buffalo for so long. Buffalo hates when Toronto's in town because Toronto people come to Buffalo and they make it like a home game in Buffalo. Buffalo hates Toronto. That's it so would be funny. absolutely funny if a Canadian team uses Buffalo as their home site. They win the cup and Buffalo finally has a champion that moves away to Canada. Well, that's what I was joking about back when uh, the Blue Jays were playing at, yeah. at the Buffalo Bisons they're, affiliate. Because that's, that's a AAA team, so they're right. still connected in some way. But I was joking. I'm <laughs> like, bittersweet. I'm like, dude, it's so Buffalo because Buffalo Bills were doing good. It's such a Buffalo thing to happen. Bills win the Super Bowl when nobody's around. Or the Buffalo uh, Blue Jays win the the World Series and then they yeah. take the World Series back to Toronto. Or, with them. How funny is the fact that people from Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalonians, 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 Buffalites hate Toronto and the Blue Jays have their minor league team just in yeah. Buffalo. It's like, hey, you know how you guys have two of the major sports uh, leagues in America? Yeah, we're just going to remember take that Vladimir Guerrero. Team. How fun that was! That one season, he was just raking. Oh, we're going to take him up to Toronto and never I, bring him back. I, I love that though. I love when baseball teams have to play in different stadiums. Like I read somewhere that in O two, teams had to play in Puerto Rico, and I'm like, that seems like a bit of a commute to have to fly to Puerto Rico bit. for your home games. But oh yeah, I think it was because well, that's always the logistics like problem with the NH uh, NHL. Well, that's always the logistic problems with the NFL going to Europe. Is they're like, oh, well, okay, right. but yeah. you know, they got teams. <laughs> They're like, yeah, okay, well, how are we going to, you know, we're not going to have a 14-hour flight every other week when you're on a way, on a road trip, you know. You, sometimes teams Yay don't have Julio a home game. Julio doesn't for... have to travel to England this year. Dude, Julio too. Jones, first team, uh, right. the, the London Argonauts or whatever the hell they're going to be called, or the Wembley Wombats. What, I think there was a team out there, the Amsterdam St Galaxy or something. Yeah, it was dude. like some crazy. Julio Jones could yeah, be our NFL, NFL Europe, Europe ambassador. This is what happens when you let Europeans name sporting teams after... Like our American sporting teams, we see it time and time again in a lot of sports where it's like, why is the team named that? Oh, it, was a, it seemed like a good idea to our foreign international yeah, right. manager. But uh, I mean, yeah, dude, it, it'd be strange, though, because th that has been lingering with me for a while. Uh, because if you're the Canadian team, it's like, okay, sick, we won our division, but yeah. now it's like, I'm well, thinking, we can't even cross back into I'm Canada. I'm thinking it'll be one of the situations where hopefully by that time, the COVID stuff is a lot le more lenient and they yeah. can do it. Because, I mean, as long as they get the okay from this, the country, I'm assuming Canada, the overall encompassing Canada, right. will bend the rules if the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. I mean, you know? if, if I was if I'm Justin Trudeau, which I'm not. People don't like him. I don't know what it is, but I don't see a lot of bad stuff about him. I, 
I mean, think about it. You're you're Canadian. You're pissed off. It's cold. You're stuck inside. <laughs> you're America's hat. Yeah, you're America's hat. <laughs> and on top of your hat is another piece of America. So it's like, yeah, what, right. what, like what are they even doing <laughs> like up a, there? You got a mullet tail called Alaska. Like we have a we have a ponytail sticking out of your hat, and that's Alaska. And it's like, why is that even there? Like, who gave you this? This should be ours, <laughs> but it's not. And now on top of that, the most beloved sport. You can't even go watch because you're stuck yeah. at home. Toronto Maple Leafs having the best season in forever, and you, you've had to do it in front of an Imagine empty living stadium. in Winnipeg, and you decide to live there because, like, well, think about a hockey team now, so that seems kind of fun. And you can't even go watch Shout it. Shout out to Winnipeg, one game away from sweeping the Oilers. And now David. you're just stuck living in Winnipeg. So it's like, w- great. Okay. We can't even go watch hockey. So I do wonder, though. But I would imagine... Uh, after June fifteenth, they've got to open up the yeah, border. If, Califor- if California is going to be like, all right, we're opening back up. Yeah. Shout out Dodgers. Open up Dodgers too. opening full bore. I think the Angels are opening two days after oh, them on the seventeenth. Dodgers are the fifteenth. Sellout. The first sellout Dodger game is going to be crazy. the first weekend. I think Tyler pointed this out. The first weekend, the Houston Astros are having a full Which capacity is, the it Dodger is game. This Tuesday, they are opening the Trevor stadium Bauer one hundred percent capacity. I think Trevor Bauer Dodgers gets that first game on Tuesday. Dude, if Trevor Tre- Bauer gets the second one. That I am going to, I will make sure to get plenty of crowd reaction and video. That's going to be some good, good hate right there. Yeah, if dude, if Trevor is able to like shut them down like he did with the Giants, (laughs) you guys saw, you guys saw the. Can you hear me? Give him the little crowd raise walking off. Either uh, either way, either way, that game's going to end up messy because if Trevor balls out, which I hope he does, he's going to be oh, he's ruthless, he's going to be mouthy. But if he doesn't, and they tee off on him, the fans are going to be. It's gonna be like run run our test. It's, you know what's jump, funny? Beat He's, the crap out of fans at the garden. Like this is what's gonna happen. You know you're you know you're emotionally involved with the team and you're a real fan because I'm like nervous for the Dodgers. I'm yeah. I'm like on, in a way I'm upset that I'm not going with them and able to just kind of like yeah in the crowd. You know I want to be like right. I want to like defend them and yeah. like these are grown men playing a sport on of a field course. that they don't give a crap what's going on in the stands. But in my mind I'm like, dude, Trevor's gonna get booed. But see this like, is I want. What the hell? We've already addressed if, this if a he lot. dominates and he does that sword oh, the celebration sheath. thing. That crap in the oh, sheath. they're yep. going to rip him apart. It's going to be well, great. I'd like to see them try because I'm sure things are going to get messy. Either way. I wouldn't mind. A br- I hope somebody gets beaned by a ball. Someone's going to oh, get so, beaned. someone's going to get hit. There's going to be some kind of altercation on the well, field. I don't know. If- I pray for the safety of Dodger fans. Don't get me wrong. So far, as far as I've experienced, the people of Houston are very nice people, but they love the Astros to the point where it's slightly concerning. Is Joe so, Kelly is, is he injured? I heard no, somebody's injured. No, he he okay. just is terrible this year. I mean, he's going to be there. They're hoping. Throw him out. Hey, the, 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 the only get two pitches. The only person being Bregman. that the only person that Astros fans hate more than anybody on the Dodgers is Mike Fires. The guy who ratted out. Yeah, that's a good guy to hate. They, they, it's the only person on the face of the planet that they hate more than the Dodgers. Irrelevant guy too. uh, Buy your Mike. Dot com. What did you just plug an Astros shirt on this podcast? I did, I did. I have. Well, I'm gonna beep out. I'm gonna bleep out that website and leave this all in there just so people know how much of a pandering dickhole you are. Here, bleep that part out, and I'll be like, I'll, I'll be like. Hey guys, so in case you missed what Tyler said, he said W go to <laughs> W. You wondering how we got here. Yeah. Hey guys, so quick Tyler's little end a tool. Up. Uh Tyler's not here with us right now, but uh the link he mentioned was www.tyler is a freaking fat loser <laughs> and the astrosuck.com. But I mean that's so that's Tuesday, Tyler, they're coming to next week. Uh they will be here Tuesday, so it's Kershaw's pitching on Tuesday. Bauer's pitching on Wednesday. Yeah, ooh, Tyler's blog is gonna be 
fire. And think of the vlog that we're gonna get from Bauer. I'll watch that vlog. I, yeah. I watch some vlogs sometimes. I always like how you see all the like the behind the scenes pictures, and he's just <laughs> walking around. Yeah, just with a camera. Just camera. Walking. He's like, "Hey, I'm probably going to Cy Young, so go ahead and tell me stop recording. Yeah. See what I do." But uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be wow. That's gonna be crazy. Baseball's back. You're, you're, we're we're having playoff atmosphere baseball in the middle of. I've told you, I had a blast this weekend because there was so much on. Like Dodgers Giants was all weekend was a great series. Yeah, the you know what the NBA and, playoffs were actually have actually been enticing because. The Lakers lost game one. The Clippers lost game one. Right. The Jazz lost game one. Trey Young silenced the Knicks. Like you got all these young studs okay, messing so, with so the old Bulls. Like the three, NBA three playoffs things, were actually enticing. Three things I want to point out. Number one, Trey Young saying it's effing quiet in here. That was cold. As the garden was just Yeesh. stunned silent was awesome. Number two, NFL offensive linemen and NHL playoff games are just a match made in heaven. Yeah. It's the greatest it's, thing on the face of the And more specifically, planet. the, the and Nashville Predators-Tennessee Titans connection that they do every year in the playoffs is just a, a match made it's, in heaven. It's great. Go Although check it the, out. Tailgater Sports the, Instagram. Uh, Tyler posted the video over the weekend. Taylor Lewin, it, Taylor Lewin is, is a monster. Just the Jets offensive linemen. First off, props, uh, props to Zach Wilson. Rookie quarterback hasn't even played it down yet already treating his offensive lineman out because he knows that's who's going to be blocking for him one of the dudes i don't know his name i wish i knew who this legend was just crushing a beer can on the side of his head while his mullet is just flowing in the air screaming at the top of his lungs let's go it's a beautiful sight to behold and while we're at it on beautiful sights, the third thing i want to bring up we haven't mentioned it and i get it because we don't talk a lot of golf but the fans were out for phil mickelson over at the PGA okay. Championship, they were roaring. Okay, let's park it it there. was great. Let's park it. And there. I'm just saying. No, I'm just no, saying. No, it was no, great. That's, we, a, that's we, all I'm going to no, mention. But I want to park it there because I want to talk about that for a second. Oh, okay. So then, Phil yes, Mickelson, the lefty, one uh, became the oldest person to win a Masters. Whatever. At the age of fifty. Yeah, fifty years old. Again, not a golf podcast. Could really care less. Actually, but I, I kind of wish I I like liked golf but because it looks like a fun environment. But we I know, know. Randy, no, you're not a golf guy. We know. Again, I'm parking it here because Tyler said it looked amazing. You said, oh, that environment looked amazing. It looked amazing because security broke a breach. All those people that were on the green with Phil Mickelson putting that last putt in weren't supposed to be there. Oh, really? No, dude. <laughs> they had a breach somewhere. And all those people that were on the green with him as he won weren't supposed to be there. They're like two feet away. Wow, there's a and lot And if of there's people. a video, yeah, there's a video of them trying to fight through the crowd to get to the last like hole. And they almost didn't make it. Brooks Kepka was talking about how he's like, oh, it was cool, but... You know, I couldn't get through the crowd, and I have an injured knee, and he's all kind of bitching him on whatever. Yeah, Not he he just had surgery on his knee, and he said, I guess someone accidentally banged into it, and I get that it was an accident, but it's just like the crowd was so yeah. wild. And dude, can you imagine? And I know he's not playing right now because he had that horrific car crash, but can you imagine if that Slow was down. Tiger Woods instead of Phil Mickelson, they would have oh yeah rioted but on the Phil green, Mickelson dude. is on this not on the same level like you know whatever, but as the like folklore two guy yeah the lore of Phil Mickelson is just as big as Tiger Woods you know because all those years but yeah the the scene that you guys are referencing and like that hole was so crazy over the top because it wasn't supposed to be like that like it was they, Happy Gilmore yeah exactly that's the way to exactly put it. yeah Happy Gilmore where the 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 TV antenna topples over and they all crowd around it like that's pretty much what it was. And there's videos online of them fighting through the crowd to get to that last hole. Wow. And it wasn't supposed to be like that. But, I mean, it makes for a good picture. And look it got the, Randy interested. Look at all those rich old white people. <laughs> Literally. Right. I've never seen a more condensed group of white people than like a bingo night right. at a community Dude, center. There's a picture of him, I think, teeing off on the last hole. 
and there it's like a up upward angle at him and it looks like these people are standing over phil mickelson off the tee box like dude and you know golf is back because i heard these two guys i'm not gonna lie i did catch i i've become kind of interested in golf as i've gotten older in my age um i did hear these two guys in the crowd first off get in the hole guy which is the most annoying dude there is <laughs> that's but not there's, new <laughs> so there's one guy that's more annoying and this is how i knew golf was back baba booey guy oh. was loud and present what is that? In that's the a crowd. stern that's a stern thing right baba booey uh, yeah i believe that's a stern thing yeah. but all i hear is like mickelson tees off and right after that i just hear baba booey all i know from watching most golf games matches tournaments is, who's winning the match, Pop? <laughs> who's winning the game, Dad? <laughs> uh, most that right there, Mickelson hitting that that putt in. I don't know golf terminology. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. But anyways, him winning the the Masters or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just basically one bit. What? Whatever was basically just one big advertising for Vineyard Vines and Sperry's. Like, hey guys. Hey, don't knock Sperry's. Uh, the I blisters. love Sperry's. Uh, yeah, you gotta you get your feet get kind of tore up the yeah, first couple yeah, layers. No, they tear your they, but, they tear your ish up you know, pretty good. I've, I wore Sperry's my entire college career, pretty much. And but yeah, you're you're asking you're you got some blisters the first couple but layers. I, I, one thing that's kind of interesting though with this observation of the crowd is they look kind of ruthless, man. Because a lot of them were going crazy. Like if you look at the moment when he hits the ball in and he realizes he won. There are people like they behind freak. him screaming their heads off. Dude, there's a video. I got to find it. We're, I'm going to try to find it. And then maybe we'll post this on Tailgater Sports. I think Buchagras reshared it on ESPN. Yeah. A throwback, really old golf video. Right. Guy makes the final putt and the people run from the gallery to get the ball out of the hole. Like it's like a challenge. And there's like a, a pile of six dudes as this ball goes into the hole. It's a, a little like dog pile of them trying to reach it out. The guy... Ball goes in, guy like celebrates, shakes the guy, yeah. the official's hand, while these guys are fighting behind him to get the ball out of the Again, hole. if you're if you're a lonely old white guy who hates his wife and his kids <laughs> hey, spend more time playing spend the week at the yeah, links. His kids uh, his, their kids spend more guy. time playing uh playing doing stuff on TikTok than spending time with their old dad. Uh yeah, I too would be I'm diving gonna go, for a golf. I'm gonna ball. walk 18 with Tiger for the weekend. God. I am an incredible debt and may or may not be doing tax fraud, but here I am. Wearing this shirt that I've owned for the past three decades of my life that makes me look like a piece of raw salmon. But hey, let's go golf. Hell yeah, man. Salmon polo. Salmon berries. polo, khaki shorts above the knee. You get Sperry's on. You're getting a bid right now. Wearing you go to ASU. A shirt that says, I, do you know who my dad is? You go is? to like, ASU in that getup, you're getting a bid, Randy. I know. Especially because I'm brown. That They're online like, oh, campus, man. you got to get off of it. That you gotta online go, campus, you gotta that's right. You got to go in person. I'm in an online frat. We just joined Zoom calls. I'm like, hey, guys, what's up, brothers? Just crush beers on Zoom calls. Crush beers on Zoom calls. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, look, although we do find golf incredibly boring and a waste of time for everybody, spectators and players included. There's um, one in in Arizona, the Waste Management, uh, I forget, uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. It's a rowdy one because it's at ASU and it's 75,000 people go and. Yeah, think about every frat guy from yeah. ASU shows up. Yeah. That was, and the, that's one that's two we could get and, it, and it's one of those ones where like the pros are like, uh, I mean, I'm a go, just whatever, just get ripped during the weekend. <laughs> it's the waste management Tempe invitationals, whatever, <laughs> dude. But uh it's a promising sign though, as far as sports fans yeah, go. We're back. Because sports this, are back. This is completely standard crowds. Like this is this is what we've been accustomed to for so long. 35,000 people at the day twenty five hundred today or this weekend but the fact that uh the fact that th- we see this finally after forever is big do you mean indy indy 
Did yeah. I say what I say? You said Daytona. 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 Indy 500. Ignorance. Yeah. We're not a race podcast either, guys. Are we? I thought we were. Uh, Just kidding. Race guy. Uh, we are not going to give goodbyes this week because we are super late already, and I don't want to edit it later. This podcast is like an hour so, and a half. Um, yeah, guys, praying to the hockey gods, Golden Knights, get to the second round. We want to watch you. Not watch you in person, but we want to be in the city. Hopefully, you get a game on that June 5th date. We're yep. going to be in Vegas. Come hang out. Lazy Dog with us. Lazy Dog on Las Vegas Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Go Golden Knights? Question I'm praying mark? to God, God, that this Julio Jones thing just gets worse so that we can see Tyler squirm and cry and bitch some more. Amen. I just realized that we are in Vegas after June 1st, which is when the Julio trade may happen. So you may see me cry live in person. Hey, on the bright side, we can watch him get drunk and get lost. Anybody else want to do something in a weird voice before I can hit stop recording? Eh, Sports are back. <laughs>